Hello. Hi there. Here we are. Our lovely friends. Yes. Um, we are, what is today? March 3rd, 2023. Um, so today we are going to just jump in because we are short on time, but we are not going to skip this. Well, the time is perfect as it is. There you go. <laughs> All right. I just opened my book to page 310 and I saw this nice paragraph. So I'm going to go ahead and read it and then we, we're going to talk about it. Um, this is um, right uh, the second paragraph. There is a key to the universe. All the answers are right in front of you. Its secrets are unlocked by formulating your question. Without the right question, the answer is invisible. Therefore, approach reality with a humble, inquiring mind, open in heart and perception, and free of judgment. If you will ask the right question, all will be revealed. Wow. I'm going to just stop right there because that's, like, that's like enough. And um, I mean, I, I just. It just is so interesting, that idea of asking the right question, because so often we ask a question from the point of need, you know, how, where's my this? How do I find my that? Right. Um, and I think that in, and I'm going to make a vast generalization, which isn't true all the time at all, but often when you come to something from a point of need, your question is the wrong question because to satisfy your need, it's not, it's not about, you know, how do you God manipulate the environment and the world <laughs> to, to make my need appear to me is basically what we, we tend to ask. At least I do. And then you have to step back and think, mm. no, how how do I change something about me so that my need is either no longer a need or is satisfied? You know, and and we forget that our world on the outside is generated from our world on the inside. And so we ask our questions about the outside when we need to be asking our questions about the inside. I mean, that's just my first thought my that mind comes is up blown. with <laughs> well, And I keep on thinking about, because it's come up often, and we were at the beach last week, and every sandcastle that was washed away. <laughs> Did you not think about right? that Every quote? time. And it's this idea of us praying and asking for our sandcastles to be saved. Right? And what if, and blaming God when the shore, when the, when the water comes and washes them away. And we don't even realize that we're asking God to change the way the world works, the energy of the world, the, the tides of the world, the relationship between the earth, the sun, and the moon. We want him to change so that that one thing that we created won't be um, affected. Because we want it to be our way. I mean, that is almost like the ultimate in self-centeredness. Yeah. You know, that I'm the center of the universe rather also, than part of the universe. What I think about is how blind we are, 
with that yeah. ask too. It's a freaking sandcastle. You can have an actual house built oh. on a rock, metaphorically and physically, that you live in, right? Like the question to your to you know this idea in this passage is around what what better things do you have for me if you took this away? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Okay, God, if you, if you, if you, oh, clearly, right, right? Think about the ways in which we quote unquote struggle sometimes. Like, you know, when you're just trying to get something to happen. Now, I know there's an element of friction usually before dropping into flow and finding your groove and answers just magic, right? What, What is perceived as magic or God. But when you keep coming to the same head and you just keep, Hitting it again and again, right? That you've got to start shifting your questions around what am I not seeing? What good am I not allowing in? What am I, what am I holding on to? And maybe why do I want this? Yeah. What is this giving me? Um, and how are you going to, your point, supply that need and satisfy that need and keep me safe? without this vehicle or how do I become a person Mm. where this is a natural part of my life versus an unnatural part of my life right so that rather than trying to change nature right so that nature fits the way I want to be how do I change me to fit into the flow that's natural in nature whoa that's so hard you know, first of all, how do I figure it out? You know, where where am I stuck? Where's yeah. my stuck spot? Usually it's it's a desire, you know, or a fear. Um, I'd say resistance. And, and, and well, like things you're not willing to accept. Yeah. Yeah. There's some common ones, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm not willing to accept that um, there's something that I'm missing and I'm going for something and spending my energy in going to the right when over to the left is the thing I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Um, And I keep thinking I'm supposed to build this part of myself or my life when I'm really, this time in my life is meant to be directed somewhere else. And, or maybe, you know, maybe I need to change my story. Mm. about who I am and and what is in my life because that's who I am or how do I live my life because that's who I am Uh, and so I keep living my life according to a story that doesn't allow for certain good things because my story eliminates those things or precludes those things and I have to change my story if I want those things in my life in other words, I have to move my sandcastle. I have to move it up shore, up up sand. Or, or, <laughs> I, have or, to, I have to at least build in the dunes. <laughs> but also, like, change your building materials. Yes, right. I mean, change, like, <laughs> get a contractor in there. <laughs> Take out a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, like, like build something on um, real rock and solid foundation yeah okay so i'm just going to reread 
this sentence because I think it is so key. Without the right question, the answer is invisible. All answers are right in front of you. Its secrets are unlocked by formulating your question. So really, that your challenge is in asking the right questions. And I guess that can be, you know, also looked at as, um, you know, looking, where are you searching? What are you really searching for? Because I think our first question comes very quickly. And then we have to almost look a little deeper and say, what am I really asking for? What am I really looking for? What am I trying to solve? Well, and but honestly, to go a bit meta, yeah. even in that, is what it what is the question I'm asking right now? Right? So what am I searching for with what question? So here's what comes to mind. This idea of our our focus follows our questions, right? And our idea this is so this is what's so interesting. If it's invisible, if it's right in front of us, i.e. right here, and the key, the language is so clear, the actual key to unlocking and seeing your answer and getting your answer is just formulating your question. You have to understand what question you're asking. So if you're asking, what's wrong with me? That's a really bad question because you're going to get answers about what's wrong with you. Not, why not, what question am I not asking? Right? Why, why can't we just start with, you know, it's like getting three wishes and one of the wishes is four more wishes. Like, <laughs> I, what, that, what, that what sounds almost question like a, am I not asking? Like a trick question, you know? Yeah. Uh, or, which is another way of saying, what am I not seeing? Mm-hmm. in myself or in my life because you know right. we are very blind to parts of ourselves and parts of our reality and maybe huh. the question would be how can i see my situation my day yeah. my moment more clearly and more in tune with reality yeah how do i see reality in my life versus just keep seeing what I expect to see, what I am focused on seeing. How do I see the rest of it? How do I really get a, 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 a clear vision of myself and my life? Wow, that's, that takes courage, you know, because we all have our preset. I wake up with oh, a yeah. preset. 100%. You know, today I'm going to do these five things and... You know, while I do them, I'm going to, you know, be as time efficient as possible. And I probably won't notice 90% of the things that come in between them because I'm focused on getting from one to the next. Um, so there's a lot of my reality I'm not going to be yeah, aware of. See. But what if I started my day and said, okay, I want to start this day with a complete view of reality. You know, it reminds me also, I used to pray this all the time when I was child and and a young adult okay where's my sign what point to me 
What do I need to understand? To your question, like, what do I need to see? What do I need to understand? Where do I need to go? Just that, that constant surrendering and turning over in a conversation with but what I call the divine. That question that comes from that wonderful young self right that isn't tainted by all of life well and also i would i would accept it to see right there's a question right i mean what if every day we started with the question what do i need to see today right what do i need to see today you know and it's really there's this it's really interesting i i've mentioned it i think before on this I've gone pretty deep on Andrew Huberman, who's a neuroscientist with a focus on vision. Wow. And he interviewed this woman who is a, also a scientist studying motivation and goals. And this, I'll tie this in now. What they found is what you see is actually where you go. So what she found was those who have these crazy big goals, like running these marathons, Everybody thought that these Olympic runners, that their focus was on the whole race, getting to the end, etc. What they discovered was, no, it was that tree. And you get to that tree, and then as fast as you can, and then you choose the next. You're trying to get to the shorts of the person in front of you. But that zoned in, close enough focus brought them fastest to the end of the race. And that was consistent with every successful winning runner really but and so it's actually tied to our actual vision so andrew huberman dr huberman's like mine's kind of blown too because he's like yeah the vision and i've got to go deeper on what his science says about actual vision and and if we apply this to to this conversation which is so interesting is i think exactly what he says what if all the answers are right in front of us? You know, we think we have Literally. to go to the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. We think we have to go see the therapist and do this. But what if the design of God was it's all here, all now, and we just have to formulate the question enough to unlock what's right in front of us? Kind of like the runner. What What's the one thing I can see in my world that I can then get to? And the Navy SEALs do this too. That's how they train in, I don't know too much about this clearly, but you know, in their overwhelming operations, you get dropped down. They're trained to think, go from here to that wall. And that's your sole focus. But do we ever sit down long enough with one sole focus asking questions about it but but also i'm struck by how small your the goal is <clears throat> for these right you know really skilled and advanced people that they achieve so much by just having the smallest possible goal <clears throat> it's it's almost counterintuitive it's one of those things that Hmm. feels like um uh you know the the opposite happens you know that um and and i'm like wow so maybe my goal is to see this moment yeah maybe the smaller my goal the more powerful uh my 
instructions or my vision or my answer or my, you know, my little nugget that I get well, out of the day. And what you can do, right? I remember when I was getting married to Drew and I kind of stressed, I really stressed out about this. And I told him finally, I was like, Drew, I'm so sorry. I can't be in integrity and tell you I will love you for the rest of my life. I can't conceive of the rest of my life. This is, this is an, um, this is a segment of time and space. I have, I, I just can't wrap my head around, but here's what I can promise you. And I really thought about this. I can wake up every day and love you. Even when it's hard to love you, I can choose to love you every day. And sometimes I'll break that down into moments and I can choose to love you in moments. And that's what I can do. And he was like, cool. I, that's great. You know, like, like <laughs> Drew, you know, in all his beautiful simplicity. But it was very stressful for me because, you know, marriage, this whole grand vision and lifetime promise. I, I can't do that. But every day I can make a decision or in the moment I can do that. But can we do that with every one of our goals or every one of our dreams? Oh. Yeah, apparently we can. Apparently we need to. Apparently that's the best way to have a successful life. Is to... Well, so then let's go back to the questions. Okay. okay. So what are those so questions? So if we have... Read the, the beginning, the first line of that again. The key... There is a key to the universe. That's right. a big statement. <laughs> Period. To the universe. It's a full stop. There so is the a, there whole is a universe key. is made in this, in this way with this key. All the answers are right in front of you. The secrets are unlocked by formulating your question. Without the right question, the answer is invisible. Therefore, approach reality with a humble, inquiring mind, open in heart and perception, <sighs> and free of judgment. Oh, my God. If you will ask the right questions, it will be revealed. I mean, wow. Okay, so inquiring mind, open heart, open perception. Curiosity. No judgment. No like, judgment. You know, I think about the things I'm still chewing on, the relationships that are very challenging to me. So no judgment also kind of implies it's, you know, the sister of judgment, which is forgiveness. Which is, well, also what I'll say, he talks about in this book, innocent perception. Yes. That's what I hear in this. No judgment. It's like, you're, imagine you were just dropped in this moment. You have no history leading up to it. And, you know, you just, what do you see? What do you actually see? You're not bringing in stories of how this person acted or how I faced this before or that tides come in and wash away sandcastles. You're just right here, right now. Right here, right now. With curiosity. Like a kid. And... And asking to see things clearly as they are. Yeah. And that's, all right, so how do I see? You know what that is then? That's a surrendering of our own stories. Because we see things as we want to see them to prove to ourselves that we are right. Right. So what you're giving up here is your right to be right. About yourself. About yourself, about how the world works, about how this person should be or is. Mm-hmm. Those judge, those are all judgments. Yeah. Whoa. A curious mind. A curious. 
Because we see, the first thing we see, we have assumptions about it automatically from history, from the past, you know, oh, look, that towel is, you know, like, thrown over there because nobody did the laundry. I, right, or, right. Don't look know, the I'm the, the only one who story. cleans the house. Here I go again, starting my day having to clean, you know. Or, you nobody know, appreciates or, me, and, this is, <laughs> and I do all the work. Like, that's not seeing the key. What, like, what if, okay, let's use this as an example. What if we take this passage and say, okay, there's an answer here to a better question. What's the actual question? Why is the towel on the floor? Right? We're not asking why is the towel on the floor when you're saying, oh, now I have to pick it up again. Why am I always the one that has to pick up? Does nobody else see that there's a mess here? Right? Like, right. these are all interesting questions. Yeah. What if you ask a better question? Like, who was in such a hurry that the towel ended up on the floor? Do they need my help? Okay. Or, or like, what? Is this a good place for a hook? <laughs> this towel is always here. That's a good one. What, what is, is there something I could do to help this towel hang up more so that it dries more and I'm not annoyed and I don't or have to pick it up? how about this? So what that the oh. towel is on the floor? So what that, you know... Or, yes, and what state am I in that I would get so annoyed at something so simple as a towel on the floor? Yeah. Why can't I pick up a towel? Why does it annoy me to pick up a towel off the floor? Why not do it with, with, with pleasure and joy? Because it is a simple thing I can do for somebody else who is having a harder day than me. Yes, and oh, my God. Every single day, we have as much water as we possibly need at the turn of a faucet, at the temperature we want. What an amazingly blessed life I have that we're showering a lot. <laughs> we shower a lot. <laughs> and there are sometimes these towels on the floor, and we have actually an abundance of towels. If I'm to actually speak truthfully now, yes. this is amazing. And it doesn't actually matter because it's right next to a pile of fresh towels that are folded, ready to be used. And isn't that great? Wow, what a blessed life I lead. Yeah. How can I bless more other people? Wow. There's a whole lot of different ways well, of look looking at, the, at a, that spectrum of stories yeah. based on the questions we asked when we saw the towel. But I think, and this I think kind of goes to this point. It's really interesting. He's like, you have to ask a better question. Here's the state you need to be in in order to get the better question, in order to unlock the secrets of the universe. Okay, so it's worth doing, people, <laughs> because we've got the secrets of the universe at your fingertips. At your fingertips. And they're for you to have. And you are given them. All you have to do is let go of the way you're, you're habitually seeing something and be willing to see it from another point of view and curiosity, from a, from no a, judgment, right? From a from a uh, a non uh, assumptive point of view, just as if you've never seen it before, and you, what is this, and how does this happen? Wow. What is this, and how does this happen, and what does that mean for me? How does that? Right. What is because ultimately, each of our lives really is all about us, you know. It really, it really is. is. It's just, it's all about like, okay, so how do I, how am I related to that? Like, how is my life associated with that? And what, you know, we so often think, you know, that 
certain things are important and we forget other things that all exist. And sometimes we have to shake it up and go, maybe everything's important. Oh, everything. And also, there's, it's interesting, like, you just, something you said made me think about it this way, in that we will approach things, let's say we have a desire. Let's say it's like for more money, right? I don't know, just taking something common. (laughs) Y'all probably feel at times. Um, our question is, well, where's more money? Why, how can I get more money? What do I do with more money? Or, you know, what, what can I do to get it? Instead of a question of like, what abundance is already in front of me? What do I have? How can I feel abundant now? And this idea of bringing it to yourself, to your feeling, to who you are, and no external rules about it a real genuine curiosity of allowing. Because at the end of the day, guess what you need to do in order for this to work? Be willing to receive an answer. How many times are we just asking questions because we're annoyed and, and want to be right and all this stuff? But if we're humble, I think he uses the word humble, yes. humble enough to ask and keep asking questions until the the answer is revealed right in front of us. I mean, I, humility is an interesting thing because it also means that I'm willing to be wrong. Mm. You know, I'm willing to have my belief that is firm and very connected to my question. And my identity. And my identity. I, I'm willing to let it be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. And... All this time, my whole life, I keep butting against the same problem because I am seeing things completely wrong. Whoa. But until I get to that moment where I finally go, okay, there is no cheese down that road. (laughs) (laughs) There is no good solution. There is nothing there. But I keep insisting that's where it is or that I have to have it when maybe what I already have over here that I don't put as much value on is actually something that matters, you know? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I might be looking, I might be... I might be I might be stuck at the edge of the shore mm. building sandcastles and watching them get you know right consistently you know, consistently think and just think but but you know what the beach is the beautiful place I'm so lucky I can be at the beach and I've always loved the beach and I don't want to ever leave it and here I am and you know this is the part of my life that's good and everything else should work because I have this one good thing I remember a story uh, years and years ago of a friend who was, you know, she was worried about her one of her relatives who was stuck in a, uh, I think it was Denver. They were stuck out in Colorado mm. somewhere and they loved it, but they couldn't get a job. But they loved Colorado so much that mm. they were insisting that whatever job they got, you know, had to be in this area where they were currently living. And, um, they just turned down offers other places and just kept insisting that it had to be there because that they liked it so much. And 
And I remember thinking, what is, you know, interesting problem. Like I, I'd never known anybody who would be like that. And, and, um, finally they went bankrupt wow. and had to move in with one of their parents and, uh, in a whole nother part wow. of the country and start over because they could not adjust to what was happening in their lives with holding on in this one area. And, and I think, <clears throat> you know, like we do that, we have one good thing that we love about our lives and we think, all right, well, no matter what happens out there, you know, the rest of my life has to, has to let right. me hold on to this attachment. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, well, it's that life saying, isn't like that. Life moves said, and changes. And we've and, said this before. And I, I do think it's one of the bravest things we can do, which is letting good, letting go of the good to allow the great. Wow. Wow. And the great that's unknown and unseen. And, and unguaranteed. Yeah. Right? But isn't that what faith is? It is. And, and what life is. And But that's also the curiosity. That's the question you come at with for me. Like, okay, well, clearly. You know, there's, in business sometimes, they're just, it's so clear. We're not supposed to go down that path. Okay, but all of us think that's a good path. We should go down that path. But the obstacle, you know, there's an Indian yeah. goddess, Ganesh. She's an elephant. <coughs> Massive. A goddess her, that's an elephant? Yes, and oh. her role is to sit on the paths and block you oh. from going down them. Oh, like one of those big dogs that just... Right, right. <laughs> and that's, right, that, that, the sheep dogs, they, yeah, they, they just, just sit, sit there. on you. Right, and just yeah. wait. And they can... They just wait it out until you go through all your machinations and your all your tantrums and thinking and all this stuff, and you choose the other path. I think I think you're on to something here. That, that there's just this, but what what doesn't happen so often is the pausing to reflect when we're hitting our heads against a wall, when something's not working, when there's clearly a lesson here, when we're asking the same ineffectual question. Again and again. What a beautiful solution to just pause and say, what is a better question here? How can I approach this with more curiosity and innocence and non-judgment? What, you know, can I even remove myself and look on and pretend I'm a coach or a therapist talking to me? What would you would give the advice? You've told me this before. You've like honestly turned to Bob and said, okay, tell it to me. Tell me what I'm not seeing. What do you see that I don't see? But you have to be willing to hear that. Again, your state. Because if he just offered it, you know that wouldn't go over well. But you also have to have a friend who is Mm. wise and can see and, and is, you know, really does... Yeah. You know, have a, another point. Of, everyone has another point of view than you have. But, you know, that you also respect their point of view. You respect the way they see things. So that you know when you ask them, all right, tell me how you see my situation. Right. What am I doing over and over that isn't working? Why am I doing this? What, right. do, what do you see? Right. Um, they'll give you, you're willing to hear it. You're willing not to be upset with them for the mess. that we kill the mess yeah. And also, uh, you're will, you're ready to believe it. Like, all right, 
all right, that's it. That's what's going on. And all of that takes a certain level of self-awareness and discernment. You know, because sometimes we get so when somebody offers a judgment or a piece of advice or something that we weren't ready for, we don't, it's, it feels more like a judgment, right? And somebody once told me, they were like, okay, well, would you switch lives with that person that offered it? And it was a clear hell no in my right? Yeah. No. And they were like, well, then why do you care what they think? Why do you care? You're, you're, you're on different paths with different values. Move on. And it's like, you're right. But see, what a powerful question. Would you switch lives with that person? Now, you know, let's say it's a nutrition situation or a body situation that you're trying to heal and you go to an expert or even to, I know people who approached healthy looking people in the grocery store and are like, how are you healthy? Right? In their depths of despair and just really confused. And they would joyfully share right? But that's a powerful question. Like what if all the questions are right in front of us or the answers are right in front of us with the right questions? Okay. Well, this has been great. Thanks everybody. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.